0: Episode 92, I bring in my boy, Will Morales. Not sure if you guys remember, I brought him in a few months ago, so this is his second time stopping in. He's one of my favorite people. This is a guy who is consistent on his routine every single day, wakes up 4 a.m. and does his thing in the gym. Will's going through some life stuff, some health life stuff. Comes on, talks about it. Actually didn't want to talk about it, I found out later in the episode, but he did open up about it, which was cool. Nothing wrong with being vulnerable, right? we get into that we get into some life hacks you know me it's about being a better human being let's get into it episode 92 will morales here we go Wait, you're in you're in your uh
1: my little kids playroom just taking in that childish vibe so i'm excited to talk with you man and i just love all the stuff that you're doing all the people you're connecting with and Dude, you're looking slim. I wouldn't have that beard either. Yeah. And <laughs> that jawline. Uh, thanks for I enjoyed our conversation the last time, and I'm, I'm really pumped to do it again.
0: Well, by the way, you, did you put the kids to sleep?
1: Put the kids to sleep. My beautiful wife actually finished up my my second child so yeah my child's with my grandparents tonight so it's perfect this worked out perfect so good yeah
0: so let's start with the family the family's okay kids are good wife is good
1: everybody's flowing everybody's so good mike i had a new addition since the last time i talked to you i got a beautiful baby girl cooper quinn wow Um, so just added so much joy so much love to the household and with the two brothers now with that feminine energy she, she, she definitely changed me. She changed the whole mood of the house and it's beautiful. My boys so good they Uh, I actually have this story that I'll tell right away. It, my oldest on Sunday, we did a three mile trek. He took his scooter and I took my skateboard. He's five to, uh, make the story sound a little bit better, but there was no way I thought he was going to make it And this little killer, uh, made it no complaints. And, I couldn't be more happier. My two-year-old is just a spit in, spit image of me, and uh, his—I would say his mood is a little bit like his mom. It's kind of everywhere, but she's actually kind of close by, so I should have not said that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> um, but gosh, they're they're all they're all such characters, Mike. And I I see what what true happiness is, uh, and it's these these beautiful children. So they're good, man. My wife. Couldn't be better either. So I say that because she's right in another room. So if she, I'm doing everything and anything I can to just keep her happy. You're so playing it by yeah, the we're book. all good, brother.
0: You're, you're playing it by the book, man. I like it.
1: How, I like, how, what, how how to, what about you? How, how do you to, do
0: it? How to keep the wife happy, huh? <laughs> While she's in the room, talk really good about her.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hey, Positive they, affirmations always.
0: They say that boys are cool, but once you have that girl, it's a little bit different. True.
1: It's the truest thing um, softened your heart. I think for me, it did. Uh, it honestly just shows you maybe how to handle your boys a little bit better too. Cause you know, that after you add this girl into the mix, that's going to be the, the relationship that you have to harness the most for one. She's going to be able to be like my little princess, but I'm going to show her how a man should treat her. And then by that, my boys will also get to see, hey, this is how you treat a woman. This is the, the respect that she needs. This is the kind of everything she needs. So they'll see that as well. Obviously, the way I treat their mom is is essential too. But with my daughter, it's that that kind of the teaching that I I, I guess you can't know until you have the daughter. So yeah. I, I hope all guys feel that way. And yeah.
0: You guys think you're done? Yeah.
1: So that's an interesting question. Um, so as you know, I, I had prostate cancer I say had because it's over with. So I had to freeze some sperm, um, preserve some, because after I had this radical prostatectomy in, um, November of 2022, November 30th, I had it. And after that, I'm not able to have kids like by myself, Mm -hmm. I have to use a specialist. I don't, I don't even produce sperm anymore, Mike. So I've got a lot of crazy, crazy things that have happened, but yeah, we want to have one more just because I think if the universe will allow it, um, I just, I feel like in my heart that I'm not done. And even though I can't do it myself, that's the beauty of science. Like it's going to help us, uh, just continue on our, our love or spread the love. So yeah. One more.
0: You can't can't produce sperm because of the prostate cancer. (laughs)
1: so I can't produce sperm because of the prostatectomy. So I had, uh, my prostate removed Mm. and yeah. So found out it was a crazy 2022, let's just say, but found out around April last year and got it removed in November. So after they do that, they, they cut into your abdomen. There's six different sites that they cut into you. And with that, they cut into i don't know exactly if it's the vas deferens or essentially what it is i should have studied up on that but i don't have the ability to like get the sperm out so like i'm shooting blanks if that makes any sense Mm -hmm. um and there's so many more crazy things that happen during that um surgery but it's like i try to block it out i try to block it out of my head um but i all i know is the re- residual effects that it has on me and that's one of them i just can't be able to like produce a child yeah. in that sense well, or that form.
0: essentially it's like you just you tied your nuts right
1: kind of that's what i feel like a lady that gets like a hysterectomy or type, something like that yeah i feel I feel like my my throat's getting dry because like you talk about it um yeah keep going keep going mike that was a that was a crazy. How it always you, like takes me back to the craziness.
0: Uh, t- uh, can you get into the craziness? Like, how did you? Yeah. How did you? Was this just like a yearly physical? Like, how had this all come um, out?
1: That's a great question. Uh So basically, I had went in for a testosterone check, and my primary care physician he had known that my PSA level so all shine light on the PSA, which is your prostate specific antigen. Um, they test that in, in your blood. It's going to either show up as there's no PSA or as it rises, that is a telltale sign that you potentially could have some sort of prostate issues, whether it's prostatitis, whether it's prostate cancer, but the higher the number, the more likely that you are to have prostate cancer. And I got mine checked and, prior to this it was like a five or a six which is still pretty high but at this uh meeting to get on testosterone i shot up to like an 11 or 12 and that's when all the the crap kind of hit the floor the shit hit the fan um then my the people that were going to prescribe me the testosterone it was a male clinic sent me back to my primary care physician who was like dude that's really high uh We'll, we'll we'll connect you with a urologist and he's kind of confirming he's like man well there's no way you're too active you're too whatever like it's not cancer it's going to be prostatitis. but let's just get you in just to just to do it and i get in and first mri i just i i walk into these these hospitals and it's kind of during covid where you can't have but one person so I go into all these things, see all these buildings that are kind of empty, and I just think of the signatures I'm signing, and below them are as like, who's the next akin kin, or like, who can we connect, co- who can we contact with as you're going through here, but I get my MRI, and there's cancer, and essentially, it just, just rocks me, because there's no way I'm getting all these, these signs, you know, I'm, I'm healthy, I'm doing all these things, and then i hear hear that i see the loneliness that's about to become of my life it's like my 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 brain just took me to these 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 places of uh just uncertainty of the inevitable of what what's my family going to think about this but yeah after i got that mri and found out that you know my life is about to change i go continue on this journey and I get myself a PSMA PET scan where that's going to go in. And I think there's like a 92% accuracy on this. It's going to go in and it's going to tell you, did this cancer spread? Is there, did it get to the bone? Did it maneuver its way to the, to the back? Like what exactly happened? And thank the, thank the Lord, uh, nothing had spread and they were like, let's get you in for a prostatectomy and It didn't seem like there was any urgency, but I got in in about like four months and I didn't know if it was because it was full, you know, if, if prostate cancer is that prevalent, which it is, I found out one in seven guys will get it at some point in their life. Maybe it's, it's later on in life, but then I just started to see like, holy, holy moly, man, I'm, I'm, I'm a statistic in this and I've got to figure, I've got to figure it out. So
0: you think there's ways of preventing it or was it part um, of the diet, like uh, part of the your, the way you were living?
1: Mike, that's what I don't know. I thought I was trying to be this perfect specimen of a man. So I don't know. I was thinking, is it any anything that I was doing as a, a child? Was I eating these? Was I, I'm from a small farming community. Like, was I contracting these pesticides? I don't know. You, you get into your head. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's where I was going with, all that waiting time I had to do my mind just like took me to the worst of the worst Mike. And ultimately that was a, a blessing, I guess. Cause it, it showed me like, I have to seek out help. So I started to go to therapy. You know, I started to honestly just change my lifestyle. I started to fit in, you know, saunas. I was basically bettering myself, even though I was doing that prior, um,
0: dude, you were, but <laughs> you were doing pretty good before that. It's isn't it wild, though? Because see, to me, we're we're warriors, man. Like we don't stop, and we yeah. think we're still behind. But I think you're at, you're over forty years old,
1: right? Um, thirty-seven. I'm almost there, though.
0: Okay, let's 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 call 30. it. Dude, you're 37. You got three kids, yeah. wife. Dude, you're like way ahead of the game, man.
1: Good for you. I'm I'm very fortunate. Yeah, thanks, brother.
0: But like, um, but listen, I, I saw like a stat the other day that said if you're over 40 or 40 years old, and you work out so many times a day, if you look like this, like there's so many people who are out of shape, dude. There's so many people who eat like shit all day. There's so many people who smoke and drink and do drugs all day long. And for me, I get in my head all the time. I'm like there's so many better people than me today right now. But then I sit back and think like you know what? I'm pretty I'm pretty good. You know? I'm pretty damn good. Like I am I am doing what I can. I know there's so much more that I can do. And on my level, Forget my level. Dude, your level is beyond that. You're waking up way early in the morning. You're working out every single day. You're doing your stretches every single day. You look like a specimen, dude. You look like the tiger shirt that you're wearing today. But life just throws this shit at you, man. And it's like, this is why we are just warriors, dude. The battle doesn't stop. If you ever think you are first in the race at all times, that's when you're going to stop. And that's when you're going to start dying because there's always room for improvement, man. You got to keep going.
1: Yes. I love that you say that. There's this uh, Hindu God. It's Ganesha. Mm-hmm. And they always say, I, I guess I've resonated with this this thought. And basically, it's the remover of obstacles from your life. And what if sometimes these bad things are meant to happen to put you back on the path that you're supposed to be on? Yep. You know, that's how I was thinking and how I'm thinking about different different scenarios in my life, how they played out. It's like, I can either play the victim or I can just say like, Hey, what can I learn from this beautiful experience? And as you see in life, you're not going to just get Easy obstacles. It's almost like you get an obstacle that you think is the worst, and then you you multiply that, and then you do it times 50 almost sometimes. And I think at the other side of it, no matter what, you can attest to this. Any obstacle you've been through after it comes something greater. So I kind of see my training and the way I treat my body as just I'm gonna stay ready for all of this, you know, if it does happen to me, I will, you know, figure it out because, you know, mentally, physically, spiritually, I have that all working with me. My, my body is obviously it's, it's pinky in the brain, you know, I'm, I'm working this body. So then it always is going to work with my brain and going back to the remover of obstacles or putting the ugliest obstacles in your way. Like, I'm trying to figure out what path am I supposed to be on? Like what path of service can I do now? Or maybe speak, speak out, Uh, you know, get your PSA check, you know, prostate cancer is one in seven Hispanics and blacks have more uh, rate of them getting it. So it's like how maybe that's what I need to do is just speak out for, for others. But at the same breath, you know, I've, I've got to stay ready. And well, that's what I would tell everybody else is like, man, just, love, love a workout, love your water, love your vegetables. Like life, life is, we're here to, to live, man. And we're here to experience. And if you want to live and experience life the best way, you have to, you know, be your best self, authentic self. Yeah, man. Uh, and, and knowledge gets me passionate and
0: fired up and knowledge because you're going to learn so much more on this path than you ever have. And if you're going to keep that in, you're not doing life Right. So you need to do what you're doing right now and let people know what to do, how to do it, and make sure they catch it like you did in time. It sounds like it was early. I believe in God. I don't know if you do. If you don't, that's okay. I think it's important to believe in somebody, a higher up, something spiritual. I think it's so important. And I also think that that person that you believe in puts you in these scenarios that you can handle. You can handle it. And you're currently going through something that you can handle And like, you're, you're there, man. You start, we started this conversation with the prostate cancer and you said did because you no longer have it. And so that journey, like we put these like dragons and demons in our head and we've got these stories in our head all the time. And that, that story is always bad, dude. Like it's always like a terrible, dramatic story. Why can it ever be a good story? You know, and, and this is part of your story now. Like, I, I think, right. it's, dude, I think, look, uh, spitting blanks has to suck. I'm not going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat that.
1: dude. It's crazy. So I don't, I, I honestly, the, the, the climax is the same, but yeah, there's nothing that comes out. So it's weird. I'm, I'm, I'm wow. like a human sex doll. I always tell my wife, <laughs> like, you know, I know mess. I'm, I'm, I'm. <laughs> Yeah,
0: No need for wet towels. So, uh, no need to clean me it, up.
1: <laughs> right, right. So, awesome. yeah. But th- there's a lot of things. And honestly, they don't check your PSA until you're about 45 or 50. So mm. for me to even be able to do that to catch it was was a miracle in itself. And after they did get it out, 80% of my prostate was filled with cancer, which wow. – it just shows you like how long had it been there and how close was it to metastasizing? And that's what they checked. They checked, uh, 12, uh, lymph nodes. They checked surrounding tissue and it hadn't spread, which I, I God, man, that's where I, I, Mike, that's where we're, we're here. We're put here to do greater things. I think these little instances, uh, kind of show you that it's like, if you can survive this brother, like what else can you do? And for me, it's like, man, it's infinite potential now. And you know, I'm a blank canvas just trying to, you were pumped up prior
0: to that. Like you were fired up on life prior to all that. I can only imagine. Yeah. It's like times 10 now.
1: Now the new lease on life, it is, it's, it's, it's winning the lottery, man. The, The probabilities of just my life, is phenomenal. And so I'm like, I have to give thanks. I have to do something greater than myself. And that's kind of where I'm at now. Like, I feel like I was, I did love life. I do love life, but now it's like, what? There's so much more to explore experience. And there's so much more to me that I can handle. So like you said, yeah, it does make you stronger. And now it's like, I'm seeking out the next, next thing. I, you know, I ran a, half marathon without training on my the three month out of uh my prostatectomy and it's those things that i ne- would never do even prior to this and this is three months after getting yeah. like all of this like i got wow, all man. these ugly kind of crazy things so i yeah it's it just makes you stronger brother
0: yeah man for sure you went in for for testosterone have you done that before
1: yeah i i was taking like little tropes prior mm-hmm where they're going to, it's a daily thing. Like you'll have to take one stroke daily. And I have, what is it? What is it? A, a troke? What is that? Stroke? Like a, it's like a little lozenge. Think okay. about it. They'll, okay. they'll get, give it to you in like little 30 pack packets. You just pop one out
0: and take um, it uh, orally or
1: take it orally, put it in your mouth. But it's not like you're going to get a crazy thousand, 1200, uh, testosterone level. Um, It's just going to help you harmonize. So I was at like 350 and it would put me up to like 800 and then it would drop me down by the night. So take them in the morning, by the middle of the day, your peak energy, and then you're titrating down. But it's a daily thing. So if you forget it, that's a hard part. I don't know what it's doing to my body. So then I'm like, I want to go get on shots. And that's, that's what led me to Mm. go get this figured out.
0: Do you think any of that stuff prior you were taking anything has anything to do with your prostate?
1: I don't. And this was doctor prescribed like the testosterone because in 2019, I went in and it was borderline low. So they just did that. I've drank more booze, you know, than humanly possible, which that was a different part of my life. So there's a part of my life where I was 280 pounds, man. You know, I was insecure. I was self-sabotaging my workouts and my my self-talk wasn't what it is today. And it, it could have been like, that's who knows. But like you, I always say, like, I- I'm doing better than most. So like, what really was it? And I also have a BRCA2 mutation, which is a uh, basically I'm more prone to these cancers, you know, prostate cancer, colon cancer. So again, there's another plug I'll say is like, get your genetic tests looked at, because if you can catch something early, why not do it? Why until you're older and suffer the consequence of it really spreading metastasizing.
0: So uh, I know you're up to different things now. I think you got a different outlook on life. I think you're fired up about life, but you got a different outlook now on life. And I'm sure you've got a plan as to some goals that you're trying to set. You want to share yes, any of them uh, if you
1: have any? Honestly, I, so I, I dove deep into jujitsu, man. Mm. And That's a big
0: thing nowadays, huh?
1: Oh my gosh, Mike. Yeah. uh, Dove deep. And then, so tore my pec actually last January. Mm. Um, So this was my year last year, tore the pec cancer, you know, had a baby. So Mm. uh, the biggest blessing happened at the end. And well, I guess all of it was a blessing, but uh, uh, let's go back to there. Jiu Jitsu is, is my GM. It's a, it's a never ending game. It's forever evolving you can't master it. You can, you can master it in the sense of maybe you get to be the best ever like Gordon Ryan, but you can never master the techniques, which is for me, that's what I love. I love these kettlebells because I know that I can never master any of it. I can just keep progressing my weights and I can just keep getting exponentially better but i know it will come back and beat me
0: but that's what gets will, that's what keeps you coming back because there's always room for improvement right like there's always something yes. that i can get better doing that's what keeps you coming there's, back
1: yeah because and then you know it's never mundane because there's always you're 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 always in the journey there is no there is no ending like that's that's what they always say you know the journey is the best part
0: mm.
1: and I, I i speak on that as I, I trained 10 months to do a 10 minute competition where I do kettlebell long cycle where it's clean and jerk. So I trained 10 months in 2019 and competed in the IKFF worlds in Detroit, Michigan. And I remember leaving the, uh, the day before I flew out to Detroit and I, took this video and I almost started crying because I knew that I wasn't going to be, I wasn't going to feel this in my mind. I had never put forth this much effort into anything. So I was like, I'm going to come back and what's going to happen. Like if I get first place, like, is that what the, is that what success is? Is that what happiness is? And I was like, well, what's my, what's, what's, what's my purpose going to be after this? So I go, I, I have the video too, and it's it's beautiful because I, I look at it because I'm like, I just cracked a code to life there. I just understood that I gave all this effort for this one moment. I get to the moment I, I end up taking first place, but I even leave there and there was no, there was no happiness. I didn't have joy really because I didn't hit the PR that I wanted to hit, the, the rep count. And I get home. And I, I honestly just wanted to lift a few more kettlebells so I could start training again, again. So then that's where it showed me, like, that was just the journey that showed me this, that it's always the next mountain that's going to come your way. Like you're never going to hit one spot and I'm happy. I'm, I'm going to stay there. And it that was massive for me. And now it's like, and now I can take on jujitsu. Now I can, I still train with my, Coach Dennis Vasilev, who's an 11-time world champion. Wow. And, yeah, I'm going to find these things that just keep me coming back, that keep life interesting, knowing that I will never win. You know what's like, fun to do?
0: You know what's fun to do? Come on. And, and it could be like the – it could be a coffee shop that you've wanted to go and visit or a sandwich shop down the street or a, you know, a spot, you know, weekend getaway somewhere. You're turning 38 years old this year. Yep. So you list down 38 things that you've been wanting to do that has hit your head Ooh. that's that's been in your mind but you're like, "Eh, whatever." And as soon as it hits your mind, you jot it down and you get 38 different things. I I'm, I'm turning 40 this year, so I I got 39. Are you really? I got well, I don't have 39 things yet. But it's like it could be the most, you know, random stupid things, but it's just fun, man. Just check checkmark stuff.
1: That's so cool. And that's a great idea. I'm taking that. I love that. Uh, and am, is it getting really dark in here? No. You want me good. turn on the light. You're good. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Um, back to that. The 38 things. Um, are you a daily Stoic fan? Do you ever read any of that? Are you in any like Greek?
0: A little bit stoicism. Yeah, a little bit. I have the Daily Stoic uh, book. Tell me more about it, though. I, I do want to know more about it.
1: Ah, well. It, it's massive for me one of my favorite books is uh meditations by Marcus Aurelius mm-hmm. and it's referenced a ton in the daily Stoic so Ryan holiday wrote that and he, he he's, he's big into stoicism big into the philosophy of essentially finding your true authentic self so that's what daily Stoic is is like how can I teach you Mike teach you will how to live a life of just genuine authenticity. And that is, you know, something simple as hey, don't lie to yourself, be disciplined, be consistent, you know, serve others, be kind. It's it just shows you these beautiful principles of of life. So yeah, check it out if, if you haven't.
0: Yeah. How do you how would you find people like that though? Like the same people that are on your level. I've got a I've got a group of friends that are amazing, right? And I've got a, I've got a great outreach system. I've got an amazing family. Yeah, but like, a lot of my friends tend to be on the lazy side.
1: Yeah, you're. It's a lonely world. It, uh, okay, it I is, have,
0: right? Okay, good. Good to know.
1: I have a, I have a. There's a ton of high achievers. I'll say, like my best friend, my he, my mentor, kind of every adjective you could give somebody that is very positive in your life he's my father-in-law who for me i see his drive his his effort his consistency his discipline and that's just somebody that i want to emulate and i know he's he's going to be 60 and if he hasn't stopped like i just want to look up to these guys and usually you see those guys and they have people around them that are you know they have the same vision the same thought process as you so maybe they're not maybe they're older, you just have to keep seeking, you have to keep your because you're, you're going to find people like you when they're they're seeking you like what's, what's happening now. But sometimes you have to shed some of the, the, the lazy, you know, you have to cut that away, because yeah. you don't want that to take your energy. Yeah. And then you just, you, you find people through mentorship, you find people through, you know, pushing them to really reach their potential and they kind of see you and emulate you. And it's like, Oh, now I got somebody to play with. And that's, that's, that's how I do it.
0: That explains why I love, love the elderly. I love the elderly because they have so much knowledge and I love just sitting down and listening to stories and just become a sponge. And I love children because I think I'm at that point in my life where I've got enough knowledge to give them not everything but I have enough to give them. I tend to find people my age. I'm not saying they're not on my level cuz I'm not I'm not that guy. But yeah. but it's more of like sometimes we just there's no real connection, you know, if we're going to just talk certain things that aren't going to help me be better or become stronger minded, mentally, physically. I mean, that's what I, dude, listen, I'm getting married next month. I don't know if you know this.
1: No, man, congratulations.
0: Thank you. Huge chapter in my life, like monster chapter. I can't wait. It's, I'm looking so forward to it. I know things are going to change. Life is going to change drastically. God willing, I have a few kids. Like my schedule is going to change. I got to wake up a lot earlier to get my workouts in. Like I, I got to be patient with my, my wife, my kids, and like things are going to change. So I'm trying to prep myself for that, like getting ready for that next chapter because I can't wake up at whatever time and and not have to answer to anybody or not worry about the kid crying or, you know, whatever, like, because my priority will is me. That's it. That's my number one priority is me. And that's not selfish talk. Like that's how everybody's priority should be. Because if you're not taking care of yourself, it's impossible, impossible to take care of the others. And in this, in this instance, it's going to be, it's going to be my wife and, and, and my children. So like people don't realize that. They don't, they don't get, they don't understand it. They don't get it. They're like, no, I I can't work out. I don't have time to work out. No, I can't sit in the sauna. I don't have time to sit in the sauna. Wake up 40 minutes earlier and sit in the sauna. If your kid wakes up at 630, wake up at 550, wake up at six o'clock. Right? So like, there's yes. always going to be things that you have to do. And that's like, that's the part of mastering the mind, man. Like you have to have time for yourself or you'll just, I I know it, dude. If I don't make time for myself, I don't take care of my brain and, and mentally I'm going to be drained. You're not happy. I,
1: yeah. yeah. Right.
0: I'm going to be drained and I'm going to be, I'm not going to be a great father. I'm not going to be a great husband and I want to be the best father. I want to be the best husband.
1: Yes. And you know? that's kind of what I was saying on my level is my passionate level. Like the way you spoke just shows me you're going to be a, great freaking dad you're a great spouse just hearing that because truthfully that's my wife and i's kind of relationship logic you know if you're too busy working on yourself i don't have to try to help you out you know my wife will never have to light a fire under me and vice versa she's too busy becoming the the most beautiful human being as well as am i and we both find time and tag each other out if we say hey you know like go to the sauna you know we we got a song in the basement, go, 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 go for a workout, go, go, go fill your tank, So then you can keep filling others tanks. So that's kind of where we learned at a young age that we got to communicate. We got to honestly outdo one another in a secretive way. You know, how can I do more dishes? How can I fold more laundry? Some of those things are very simple. And if that's a thing that I can tell you, 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 you're going to be on a great path. And Girls like that more, you know, like you're going to, you're going to shoot more blanks. (laughs) (laughs) What time, what time were you up
0: in the morning working out?
1: Uh, I, so I get up at four and I run a class as well though. So my class starts at five, but I've got a little system. What I do is, uh, I get up at four so I can, I practice gratitude right away. I I get in my car, I, I take my multivitamin and I get in my car and I, just say thank you i think i think everything that i can remember from the day before interactions or like tomorrow i'm going to be like thank you mike you know mike do podcast for this special time this conversation this is this is beautiful life talk and i don't get this enough so thank you um but i'll go an interaction that i had with my wife my my kids and then i get to work i take a shower and i put on a little bit of even Alan Watts, I'll put that on and just listen to 20 minutes, get my class ready. And then I start my day, come home and help my wife and then get back to work. So yeah. it's like, uh, I've got it down to a science.
0: See, that's, that's the other thing. It's like, if you wake up early enough before the family wakes up, you've taken care of yourself Yep, and you take care of your quote unquote selfish time. That's it right there. And now you're clear, you're good. You feel good. Now you have time because you're not <laughs> rushed into taking take care of your family now. You know, so yep. that that's man, four o'clock. That's that is no joke.
1: Wow. It, it took a long time. So but there's a lot of sacrifice. You know, it's not it doesn't happen day one. Like I had to give up booze. I had to give up Netflix. I had to give up my favorite basketball games, football games. Shoot, last night it was a national championship yeah. and I was in bed by eight thirty. Yeah. So I'm I, I caught one play and yeah, I just I'm not playing anymore. I'm not, it matters the next day. I know what's going to be the result of it, but I'm going to feel better knowing the result instead of like being in that. Maybe I'm not in the moment, but yeah, I don't need it to affect my, my the rest of my week. So,
0: so you're going to bed at eight 30. Do you sleep right away?
1: Oh my gosh. Yes. I just, so I just tried to deplete my energy throughout the day. So yeah, I, I fall asleep at the drop of a hat. And, um,
0: and you, you're up at four o'clock. Are you now? See, that's the other thing. It's like, I feel bad waking the wife up. Are you waking her up?
1: Yes and no. I think we're both tired enough. You know, we have three kids. You'll you'll yeah. see that you're just t- tired. You're just you're just trying to catch a snooze when you can. So, I'm I'm very mindful about it. I have gentle meditation music on as my ringer, so it, it's subtle. And I think we've just came accustomed to it. She's she gets to sleep a few more hours, and
0: yeah, so, it's so it, it works out. Up, so if she gets up, she just kind of goes right back down, right back down. Yeah,
1: bed. And if not, she'll go work out too. Okay. So cool. she's, she's, she's a call it her, my twin flame. She's just, she's a mirror of me. Just, she has way better attributes in a lot of areas. So that's, that's how I can be this guy. Um, she's, she's on her headphones, so <laughs> I'm sure she can hear this, but she, she knows it, you know, that's awesome. we're all, we're all so dang lucky. All of us guys, you know, if, if you're cool. I know your wife's pretty cool. So. Yeah, she's
0: freaking the best, dude. She's the best. She's really the I best. Love it. Yeah, she's really the best. <clears throat> you know what people don't, um, you know what they take for granted, guys? We guys take a guy-guy connection for granted. You, because you reminded me when you mentioned that you're going to be grateful for this conversation and being in this podcast, pe- guys do not realize when they have a connection with another dude and they can talk about anything on the table, and they trust them for everything they say. And you can just shoot the shit with somebody. You know how far that goes? Forget the relationship, just right. your life. It just feels, right? Like you've taken something off, and you're talking to another dude who can relate. You can't do that with every guy. Like there, that there is not a connection for everybody to do that. There's only a certain few guys. And when you have that connection, it is one of the most gratifying positions a, a guy can have
1: it's just like this live talk. Yeah. This is, this is valuable. Um, and I, I think we're headed, headed to the, to the time where men are going to be more vulnerable. You know, I think that's becoming more and more cool Yep. for me. Shoot. There's this book and this is referenced to me from my, um, my therapist, it's called purple cows, finding purple cows. Maybe it's just like a business book, but the takeaway is, you know, there's, there's a certain few of you out there, but you'll find each other. I think through conversations and it is connection. It's yeah. like, though we're not in the same room, I'm sure we'd be jiving a little bit more. I yeah. can feel that good energy that you're, you're throwing out. I can feel the passion that you have in your voice. And I love the way you articulate your words. So I'm like, ah, oh, this guy just, he, he's, he's me. He's just in California with a better beard. So I think as we relate well to each other, we can share our experiences. And as you feel safer, as you feel more trusting, like this happens, this flow, this cadence of conversation happens. So yeah, this is, this is pretty cool. (laughs)
0: Hey, when you uh, found out about the, uh, the cancer, did you think you were going to die?
1: Oh my God. Yeah, man. And your your wife
0: was pregnant at the time too, right?
1: Yeah. And I, so I had to get this tissue biopsy. I forgot about this story. Um, and I couldn't take anybody in with me. But what it is, is essentially they lie you on your side. They have this little needle that, think of it as a, like a blow dart that comes back and, in what just gruesome, the, the worst pain that I think I went through, through the whole process, but they, they numb you and they take 12 different swab sites from then i knew it was serious and i'm like i i didn't even have my wife there i i i literally was waiting for this to happen and i had this beautiful meditation just waiting for everybody to come in and it it did show me that yeah i'm i'm afraid of death but i'm not afraid to die i'm afraid of leaving my attachments that i've i have here and my family so yeah it did bring up the morbid thoughts but then you also realize like the only thing all of us cumulatively have in common is, hey, we're going to die. So live life genuine, authentically, live it to your best ability. And I think at the end of the day, we all know how to do that. We Though I was afraid at that time, now I'm not. (laughs) I'm just afraid of the attachments that I have here and leaving them behind, which, again, that just shows you I have to be, the best version of myself all the freaking time because yeah, I have a lot, all other people looking at me in there, four of them in my house that I care the most about. And that's, that's what drives me to be this beautiful man.
0: Yeah, man. (laughs) How was your wife throughout the process?
1: We shared a lot of tears, man. We did. We, you hear your wife saying, I'm scared. And naturally you are as well, but I think as the man, you have to play this role of I'm the strong one. I got to be strong. So I I mass Mike, I'm sure you saw me just going crazy on Instagram. I'm, I'm trying to do two a days. I'm trying to just get all the life out of me because if this was going to, you know, kill me, I'm like, I want to get in the best shape of my life. I want to get, you know, I want to learn as much jujitsu as I can. I want to get to 8% body fat by the time I get my surgery so the surgeon can see like perfectly in my anatomy, um, just so then I don't have to show my wife that I'm scared just so then I can be, be the, the rock of our family. Like now, now that I look back, I'm like, I just masked it. So I, I, I had to play this role of it. It, nothing's gonna, nothing's the matter. Nothing, nothing's going to hurt me, you know, but I was scared inside me and I was, I was just, just masking my, my whole entire year last year was just masking my, Hmm. my fear.
0: How about your older boy? Did you know what was happening?
1: I don't think so. I would try to say it, but you know, I, I don't think so. Yeah, he just, that's good. hopefully he just sees, Hey man, my dad and he'll know as, as he gets older, he's like, my dad went through this, this shit like yeah. this. He did, he went through what? And you know, he's still loving me. He's still, you know, what a, what a, what a beast. So that's truly, that's, I guess that's what I trained for. That's a great question. he, you didn't know.
0: Did uh, therapy? You said you were taking on therapy. Was that your decision, or did somebody else tell you to go see? Go see? No.
1: Surgery? So, oh, no. Um, I just told my wife. This is another with my wife. I'm like, I think I just need to see someone because I I was going to get uh, referrals by different doctors or seeing different urologists. So I saw a urology surgeon. I saw a urology medicine doctor like like they're going to prescribe you things you could go to radiation you can do all these other things but what i did was you i could either have this prostatectomy or i could take these pills that are kind of a chemo pill that will suppress all my testosterone and I was gonna do that to bridge my surgery. I did that and it literally, it wrecked me. So not only was I getting no testosterone to my prostate, I was getting no testosterone to my body. So it was like my, I was a a mess. Yeah. Uh, basically my emotions were taking the best of me. So I was, I literally was dreaming of cancer. Like I was dreaming. I, I had this dream that I told my urologist that put me on the spiclutamide pills this is crazy. I can't take them. It was three weeks into it. And I had this dream of, there was a crab on my sink. I never dream of my house. There's a crab on my sink. And out of his, his, his head comes this blue ooze type stuff, but the ooze had like eyes in it. I vividly remember this. Mm -hmm. And I share this with my urology guy. And he's like, that's the cancer talking to you. You know, like the sign for cancer is a crab not necessarily like what's, what's the blue, but then I Google like dream images of blues and it's like, it's just a sign of change. So maybe cancer is going to change. And with that, I'm like, this is too trippy for my head. I'm going to go talk this through with the therapist. And yeah, that was the kind of the best decision I made. I did this positive approach where it was NDMR therapy or EMDR. Dude, it taught me that taught me a ton. in it, just showed me that i should have done that years ago so what is it again all so it's just it's just light therapy or vibration therapy it took me eight months to lead up to it but eight months of you know talking your feelings talking your emotions talking your trauma you know it it, I so i think it was it was healing for all areas of my life something that i should have done could have the prostate cancer been um You know trauma being stored you know there there was all of these things that i started to see and i kept reading you know there's a book by mate garber mate garber mate i forget what it's called right now but all of these things kept kind of stating like if you're storing this trauma if you're storing this hurt you know i if if there's abuse in your past if there's isolation in your past you know like if there's a lot of fear, fear mongering your past, like you still could be harboring a lot of those things. And that, that was the thought that could have seen, you know, causing my cancer. Um, so wow. that was where the, the therapy came into play and it was like, you know, it brought up all these things, but to bring them up and then to release them was just massive, man. Like, so not only did I heal my cancer, dude, I healed myself. Like I, I, I have a new, Lifestyle, even now, you know, like there's more, there's more meditation, there's more spirituality in my life now. There's more, you know, just gratitude. There's more medicine, we'll call it. Like I've been just, just more open-minded, man. So that's that. I guess that's where that took me.
0: Yeah, yeah. How did you find that uh, therapy? Uh, like, what made you go down that route?
1: Truthfully, I didn't even. I didn't know what I was signing up for. I went to like Psychology Now, and the guy on there had a bald head, looked like he was in shape. I'm like, "That's him." <laughs> Get give him a call and left him a message. I put something cryptic in, like we're like Ram Das says, we're just you know we're just here helping each other home. He calls me back, and right there we connected. And I went in, and he does this. He's like, "Oh yeah, I do this positive approach. I do this light therapy, but." We're going to have to work your way up to it. And it just fit like a glove. That's great, man. That's
0: so awesome to hear. Hey, talk about being in shape. You are chiseled. And I want to know, I think you mentioned you were 280 pounds. And that was, we talked about that on our previous podcast episode we did. Now, if somebody usually is 280 pounds, Will, and they lose weight and they're at 180, what are you at? 190, 180.
1: I'm probably like 210, two two but ten. I appreciate you, brother. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 280 down to 210. Usually you're going to see stretch marks. You're going to see a glob of fat. You don't have any of that. Um How did you do hmm, that?
1: Thank you. Um I didn't take the easy way out. I took the long-term approach. So I just kept I kept eating the same exact things, man. Like I ate the same I think I said this the last time. You're the five people you hang out with. You're the five foods you eat. So I picked five foods. It was a carrot, Brussels sprout. It was an onion, and I did lean protein, which could consist of lean ground turkey, lean ground beef, and did some garlic. Did this for you know two years, wow. but stayed pretty consistent. I and that's that's where. I, I'm very disciplined. I'm very consistent, but I, I, I fed myself almost like a gerbil. So I, I used to work in skilled nursing. Physical therapy is my big boy job, but I signed on with this company and I despised it so much that I would wake up at four 30. I would train with kettlebells or I would do Peloton both probably. So I was pretty, I was doing this every day, Mike again, this is the same time I'm training for this kettlebell competition. So I got down to, you know, 6% body fat. Mm. I didn't mess up. I, I was also doing a physique show. So I just, I, I, I understood the value of consistency. And for some reason, my body didn't have stretch marks. I call it my native American skin. It just held it nicely. And yeah, I'm, I'm very grateful. My lower abs, like my lower belly has like a little bit of like residual uh, fluff, we'll call it. But for other than that, man, I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty yeah. stoked. So yeah, man. it's a it's a long game. It's a long-term game.
0: So it took you two years to transform?
1: So it took me two years to get to a point where I'm like, I need help. I'm starving myself. I'm like doing all these things. So then once I hired a, a nutrition coach... I took off he just showed me okay you can't mess up like you know one one bad meal one burgers and beers buddy like it, it it's gonna mess your whole yep. whole week up even into two weeks and I'm like yep. one meal like I yep. used to always have cheap meals mm-hmm. so I stopped with that and then that's where I, I took it to the next level and it continues to pay off now um I'm I've, I've been fortunate enough to start my own nutrition consulting. And just helping a bunch of other people, like bigger dudes. Usually I love athletes because, you know, they know the grind. They know it's not going to be easy. But I've had some pretty phenomenal, you know, 60, 70-pound weight loss. Nice, um, Where are you you doing
0: that? Where can people find Transformation. Just DM you on IG or what?
1: So DM me on IG. And I have a strength and skill by Will on Facebook as well. I have a nutrition group that some of my past clients are in. But ultimately, the coaching is just done through yeah. DM me, or I have a website which you can link it if you want to. It's strengthandscalebywill.wordpress.com. But I can send it to you. Yeah, um, yeah that's kind of my joy. It's like, how can I serve other? I got a mantra that is, you know, I am love, I am joy, I am gratitude. I see, hear, and feel that it is my mission on Earth to help humans on and off it with fitness and nutrition, like through my mindset. So I I say that daily and it helps serve my passion. It helps me remember what has helped me transform into the butterfly can help others as well. And as I do that, I just see my passion transfer over. And it's like, like we said earlier, it's like finding these people after you coach them for a while, they, they do emulate you a little bit or you, you connect with them a little bit differently. And you find that, wow, I got, I got somebody to play with. Now, now we, I'm not having to coach you anymore. Now we're just, we're, we're on the same, same wavelength. Now we're just hanging out. Now we're pushing each other. Now we're doing, you know, marathons. Now we're doing hundred mile bike rides together. Now I have somebody who's always up for the challenge.
0: We've got parallels now.
1: Yes. That's what it. it is. And
0: dude, that's what it's about, man. It's about learning and creating the knowledge in your mind and giving it back like that. If we're going to keep all this in, there's just no point. That's right. The stuff right. that you can learn and just give back and give back and give back, I think is, is awesome. Are you putting everybody kind of on the same program eating wise or?
1: No, not at all. I just, uh, so what I do is I like to, to share with you like, Hey, your weight, you know, we're going to find your, we're going to find your BMR, but your weight is indicative of choices. So it's not like I'm just going to say, Hey, this food, this food's going to make you skinny. It's the choices you make are what's causing your weight to inflate or deflate. Like if you choose to go out and eat bad foods, what is going to be the, the outcome? You know, if you, if you choose to use booze as a crutch, like or if you choose to comfort yourself like when you are mad upset with food like this program won't work we're going to go deep inside you know your thought process we're going to go into your mindset so it's though it's nutrition it's more mindset consulting it's nutrition's just the catalyst of it all so we try to just help you create these new systems and with that you know it's the process of elimination if i figure out why i'm trying to you know mask my emotions by coming home and grabbing a bag of chips and a beer like we won we we just we just saved you 2400 calories right there you know or if like if it's a lady who's I'm going to go out to to lunch and go to McDonald's and nobody's going to see me like why are we doing that are we unhappy at work are we not getting enough water throughout the day are we you know are we too stressed so we we dive in pretty deep and I obviously see the conversation we're having now. Like it, it is deep. Like I, I love to get deep with people and just really see how they're healing.
0: I know it's your bedtime here pretty soon. Yeah, brother. I, I want to mention something because this, this is me because I'm good during the week and I'm not so good on the weekend. And I see the big, big, big monster difference, dude. Cause like I, I'm, I turn a corner and then I don't because I, I'm an idiot on the weekends and I'm not drinking. I'm not smoking. I'm not doing drugs. I'm, I'm, I'm eating like shit sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm having pizza, yeah. I'm having a burger, I'm having bread, I'm having uh dairy, whatever it is. But so there are times will, where I am like squeaky clean, very good on the weekends. And dude, my body just loves me. Like I feel so different and so like keeping it there and kinks and keeping it consistent, it's not easy because, you know, I, I like taking the lady out on the weekends. We have a good time. We have good dinners. It's hard to be really good when you're doing that, but there's always a healthy and option too.
1: There is, and honestly, I would challenge you to how do you mesh your weekends into your lifestyle? So could you go camp? Could you go do these things that might not require just going to sit in? You know, just enjoy food. Like could you go hike somewhere and then, you know, not earn the food, but mm-hmm. give the effort to really appreciate the taste. Or there's different you're in California, so you've got a lot more options to do something active to save your weekends because mm-hmm. weekends matter the most, man. And you see that because we have that idle time. We don't have the the grind of the week. So fill in that void with with some fun stuff, obviously your wife's going to about to have the kid, but now you're going to have to mesh your lifestyle in with the kid as well. So, you know, start, I started rock climbing as well, mm-hmm. which now I know I can take my kids there. So it's like, Oh, dad gets to have fun. You get to have fun, but I'm being active. You know, I can scooter with my kid. I can skateboard with my kid. And sure. that's active. I have bike, a bike that has a seat for him. Like now I can take him. So it's meshing and that will save your your weekend, your calories and give you that, that dad, that father figure, not that dad bod, man. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That's smooth.
0: Yeah, oh. sure. By the way, the rock climbing is part of my 39 list. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to knock that out this year sometime. I've been looking
1: forward I to love it. See, I always do. So I do goals and I like that, that 39. So I, I do, I try to keep it at 12. Mm-hmm. Rock climbing was on my list and I, I would just, just do it. Nice. I would, say nothing but good stuff about it yeah yeah, um i again i appreciate the conversation um this definitely didn't even go anywhere that i thought it was gonna go i don't know this went way deeper yeah i I was trying to be like as i had little notes which you should never have notes because i love the flow of this um yeah it it didn't and i'm glad i got to speak out i i truthfully uh i didn't want to go there and i'm glad we did so Yeah, thanks for opening me up, man. Absolutely, and
0: man. you're helping. Yeah, uh, you're helping somebody else out, dude. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. Sure. So it's, you gotta, you gotta continue that. Anything on the notes there that we didn't talk about though that you want to bring? Um, up?
1: No, really. I was just, I was just talking about happiness in the in the in the roots, like happiness in the sense of as you become a father, you know, happiness truly is at home in the foundation of of what's inside your house is is the roots of the tree that you are blossoming now and i just i love the analogy of of aspen trees i was just an aspen a few weeks ago but they're so beautiful they're so bountiful there's tons and tons of them and they always say the aspen like community is it's it's one root so though you see you know kilometers millions of kilometers of all these trees it's from one little mm-hmm. root source so that was said by arthur brooks in a lecture but i thought that and i wanted to just share that like so strengthen the roots strengthen the foundation of your family and i think life will flow you're going to be the best you no matter what because yeah you have other people that you love and you're showing love too so that's the beauty of you know, happiness is at home. So that, that, that was what I was going to put in there.
0: I love it, man. And relationships are vital. You got to have relationships in life and they got to be good. Cause that'll, that'll make it or that'll break it. Like your relationship right. with friends, with family, cousins, spouses, it's vital. Relationships are huge. And
1: so communication. Yeah. Communication yeah. and just being able to openly, you know, share, no jealousy, no, no anything, just pure open-mindedness. Like, God, I just, I just, I love to hear your per- perspective. Yeah. So that's, I, that's so beautiful.
0: I want to, I want you to buy a book. Uh, it's by Jocko, you know, Jocko. Okay. Yep. Uh, it's called Mikey and the Dragons. And it's Dude, like,
1: I've got it up. It's, it's what my two-year-old listens to every night. Okay. I, I, awesome. I love it.
0: I figured so that's, that's a book that needs to be in every single household. And it's not just about kids. Adults can read the shit out of that book.
1: Right. That's Uh, dude. I'm, I'm stuck on Luca too. You're going to learn to love all of these Disney Pixar movies, but Luca, Luca is a beautiful story of basically a sea monster, not knowing that there's a different world out there, but in the movie, if he gets out of the water, he becomes a human being. But there's a, there's a certain point in the movie where they're trying to get on this Vespa, make this Vespa because they love this Vespa. They're sea monsters. They can't imagine, you know, riding on something, but they see this Vespa and it's the coolest thing. But one of them is very fearful. And one of them is just courageous. The courageous one tells the fearful one, like you got to silence the brain. And he says, silencio Bruno. And I've honestly taught my five-year-old son that like fear is not real it's an illusion that you're mm-hmm. putting in your brain so to piggyback yeah that's the one that you you'll have to to check out and just silencio your bruno silencio your mind silencio your brain awesome. when you don't think you're capable of something when you don't think that yeah you can do something or that that inner inner talk that inner critic is telling you you can't do something like silencio bruno i love it yeah man okay awesome Will. mike thank you so much brother man i really appreciate you
0: appreciate you man love you brother i need to
1: send you yeah send me your venmo so i can just like this was like a therapy session so, <laughs> Yeah, thank you brother okay, love man. you man love
0: you too bro take care of yourself man Bye. keep keep in touch always yeah man man i love that guy love that guy you know the connection thing right when you connect with another dude is just it's just different and i will's a good guy We're a couple thousand miles apart, but you feel like you know him. Always feels good. Waking up at 4 a.m. I woke up at 6 a.m. the other day, and I thought of him. I was like, dude, he woke up two hours ago. Actually, four. It's two hours ahead of me, but you know what I mean. Four o'clock his time. That's wild, man. That's really early. And that takes a different type of person and mindset to get up at 4 a.m., I mean, if you're going to catch a flight once in a while or you're going to do it once in a while, I get it. But I guess I guess, when your body's accustomed to that 4 a.m. thing, man, wow. Monster discipline. And like said, you said, you've got to get rid of things in your life, and that's staying up later in life and watching the game. And for me to not watch Dodger games, that's going to be tough. But I can do a 6 a.m. 6 a.m. I can do. Got some other good stuff on deck here looking forward to uh publishing those and looking forward to you guys listening to them as well hope you guys are enjoying the show if you are it'd be awesome if you can give me a review on apple podcast and on spotify just a five-star review just real quick just go on my page mic up pod there's a little rating box right there hit it hit five stars submit it i appreciate that that's a lot easier for people to find the show the algorithm stuff Thank you so much for making me a part of your day, folks. I am Mike Gabriel. This is Mike the Pod. Until next time, folks. No wasted days. Let's go.